0: you yeah, welcome back to The Niger Filmmaker, a podcast for us to talk about Nigerian filmmakers, their films, and how we can build a diverse and functional industry. I'm your host, Gott. On this episode, my guest is Chavala Yaduma. She's a filmmaker, lawyer, and humanitarian. She runs her production company, Vala Films, and her fashion brand, Chavala. We talk about representation, discovering filmmaking and a later short film, Dark Circle. If you're a new listener, you're welcome and I hope you enjoy.
1: Okay, my name is Chavala Yaduma. I am 24 years old. I am a lawyer, an actor, filmmaker, humanitarian. That's basically the brief summary of Chavala.
0: Hi, Chavala. Welcome to the Niger Filmmaker.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So um, you have quite a rap sheet. Mm -hmm. So how do you handle all that?
1: So basically, I'm not practicing law. I tried it for a bit, but that didn't really work out. It was not really in my line of interest. After reading it, I realized, ah, maybe not. So for now, I just do acting and directing. Soon, I cut it down to directing only. And then humanitarian jobs is volunteer work, so it's not like something I have to be on top of. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Um, it, basically. I find my way around acting and directing, in and out.
0: okay. You want to tell us how you started in this filmmaking? Was it the acting or the directing that came first?
1: So it was actually acting that came first. For a long time, I've always been into performing arts. Like, way before I even knew what I was doing. Like, primary school, you know, you do dramas, drama classes and all of that. Yeah. But the time I decided to take it seriously was, I think, SS3 when we're done and there was this summer school I registered for HD Film Academy. And then I went for that and realized, oh, my God, this is really interesting. It's not just play, play now, like school play. Let me actually really look into this because I was looking for what to do for summer. And then I decided to go to the acting school. And then it was something I really I really enjoyed doing and I decided to go down that road. That's for acting. But for filmmaking, what made me pick interest in filmmaking was an audition that I went for. I went for an audition and, oh my God, it was, it was not something that... It wasn't funny. Yeah. The treatment was really very bad. It was degrading, the way they treated us and all of that. I'm like, why do they have to treat people like this? Maybe I could just, you know, do my thing.
0: So what all did right? they do?
1: So we went, I can't really tell you the the, director, obviously. So we went, I think the audition was supposed to start at nine. So we went, obviously they made us stay outside under the sun for a long time, no communication, nothing. And then when the audition started, they didn't really pay attention to anybody's acting. It was just like, oh, you you started talking, come back tomorrow, come back tomorrow, don't come back, come back tomorrow. They were not paying attention to anything. I was like, okay, the next day, because I got a comeback tomorrow, yeah. the next day we came, it was still 9 a.m. I was like, okay, since they've already screened, it to be less people. Nope. Uh-huh. It was still a lot of people that were there. Was it for and a, then a
0: short film or feature film?
1: It was for a TV series. Okay. And then when we went there, at about nine, they just made us stay in the tennis courts, like till two. Nobody communicated anything to us. They didn't say anything. People were just outside. They, they would not allow us to go outside to get get to get to get anything. We we're just yeah. sitting down there, standing there. And then they came out by like 2 p.m. They were just sharing scripts. Some people didn't get, they didn't care. It was like, okay. And then... I just noticed that so many people came from different places. There were nothing mothers there. there. Like, there were so many people and these people didn't even regard anybody at all. Yeah. And then they came after they finished sharing the script. Some people didn't get there. They were like, eh, just don't worry. We'll come back to you later. They never got back to those people. And then by 4 p.m. We've been there since 9. By 4 p.m. they came and they were picking people 10, 10. Yeah. And then after 2 hours they come and pick 10 people and we're about 500.
0: Yeah. I think
1: I got oh. to do my audition by 11 p.m. It was so tiring. And then I think somebody complained to the director. And yeah. the director was like, I did not call anybody here. If you want to go home, go home. It was so degrading. I felt very... I don't. It's not because, oh, I'm too big for that or anything. Right. Obviously, we start somewhere. But I felt like the treatment would have been better. And mm. at that point, I was like, I really don't want to go through all of mm. this again. I mean, like, I want to go into the acting thing. But I feel like, let me try to put myself out there by myself. Let me try and see how I can cut it a bit short. Yeah. Let me see how, if there are other loopholes to this thing. So I was like, okay, maybe let me just collaborate with my friends. Let's do something. Let's put things out there. Let's help each other grow. And then since I had to do all the organizing, I could as well just direct it. And yeah. then I tried it with my first film. I'm like, I can really do this thing. And then I just picked interest immediately and... Yeah, and every time I watch movies now, I'm always looking at it from the directing angle. I'm like, I really want to tell my own stories. I want to write. I want to see things the way it is in my head. Yeah. So that's why I really try to look at the filmmaking angle and just not acting.
0: Okay. Yeah. Being an actor and a director, that gives you like a unique point of view. How do those kind of two kind of play off each other and help you be a better filmmaker?
1: Well, you know, um, for filmmaking, every time you're looking at a script and reading it, there's a way you want the character to be or there's a way you want the character to act. So sometimes when I am looking at a script and I audition a couple people, I'm like, you're not giving me what I want. And since it is in my head and I've acted before, I could as well just do it. So sometimes I actually don't want to do the acting, but at the end of the day, because I'm just starting, I don't have the range to do a big audition because how much am I really paying people? So I just screen a few people, you know, my friends, do you want to act, do you want to act? And then if they're not delivering, I'm like, it's in my head, I know what I want. Let me just do this. So it kind of helped me deliver the story better as a filmmaker, as an actor. But if I get somebody that is delivering even better than I am, I'm like, okay, let's go for it then so that's just it it balances each other out perfectly like smoothly
0: okay mm-hmm. um let's talk about dark circle um okay that, that's your my like, most recent project yes, yes it is. did you shoot it before or after lockdown
1: a bit after i think i shot it in june
0: okay
1: a bit after because i was stuck in lagos we were shooting a tv series in lagos and then lockdown started ending march so i was stuck there for a long time yeah. somehow i found my way back and immediately i got back i was like oh my god so what am i going to do now i am the kind of person that sit, doesn't like to sit and do nothing so because i had the story since last year november i yeah. wrote it since last year november and i'm like since it's not a lot of people let me just see how i can make this work you know even while we were on set to sanitizers everywhere don't touch each other if it's not necessary anything you touch sanitize and everything so we still kind of had to make things work and even after i was checking up on everybody two weeks everybody are you people fine is everybody yeah. good test yourself i actually got tested after um about two three weeks okay. it came out negative so I'm like, oh, which means we're all safe because i kind of had to touch everybody on set yeah so yeah i shot it during lockdown
0: so how long did it take how long was the shoot
1: the Dark Circle, we shot it in two days. Okay. The whole thing, we shot it in two days.
0: How did you do the night scene? I mean, there was coffee.
1: <laughs> the, uh, well, we try to start early. I have a schedule that I follow. So from this time to this time, we have to shoot this. From this time to this time. So I'm always keeping people on their feet. Like, let's do this, guys. So we always start at about 8 a.m. Yeah. We always start to try to like put all the scenes together as fast as we can. Because budgets, equipment, time is moving, everybody is tired, like you understand. So I tried to hasten things up. The first scene, the night scene, the dark scene, we didn't actually achieve what we wanted to achieve because of coffee and there was a child involved. And you know, obviously the parents would be calling, it's my auntie's child. So we didn't actually do all the scenes and execute it the way we want but we still were able to get a few clips in there and there put it together and it came out nice we finished everything before 8 30.
0: that's nice Mm -hmm. um yeah i really thought your acting was really good um thank
1: you so much
0: yeah so like as a kid were you always like artistic
1: yeah yeah i was that child that during speech and prize giving day, I'm in choir, I'm in drama club, choreography, everything. My mom is always coming. With, she's the only one that will come with a whole box of outfits, you know. She's always in the dressing room. Yeah. Immediately I'm coming because I have to change from choir, change to cultural dance, change to this. I was on top of every activity, every extra curricular activity I was there. So from childhood, in fact, that was even the reason why they made me do law. Because all my relatives were like, ah, this, your daughter is very outspoken. Every debate, everything. Yeah. Like, she will make a good lawyer. Let her read law. So since I was little, you know, African parents, and nobody would think she should go into acting. First of all, they would think about the professional courses. Yeah. So everybody was like, hmm, she talks really well. Let let her do law, let her do law. So it kind of grew on me. I didn't know that that wasn't really what I wanted. till It was time to, like, do the law thing. Yeah. And it was like maybe not let me just do something else so yeah that's how it came about
0: so um as a director what are you trying to say with your films
1: firstly i just wanted to i just wanted my work to be as the range to be as wide as possible like, I want to do, I want to do, like, tr- tr- true life stories. I want to do documentary. I want to do witty stuff, funny stuff. But when I started, I started with something really deep. I started with mental health. Yeah. And my friend wrote the script. And at the end... That's loud silence. Yes. And at the end, it said the message was really strong. And the reviews I got was mostly about the message. It was like, oh, I love what you send. A lot of people are this. A lot of people are going through that. This is not spoken about enough. So I'm like, okay, okay. Since this is what the audience wants, yeah. let me go deep. Let me, let me, let me talk about pressing issues. Yeah. So if I were to put a pin on what direction I want to follow, obviously it's pressing issues. There are so many, yeah. especially in our country. There are so many things to talk about. There are so many things to write about. So I want to go for issues that are reoccurring, things that we see in our day-to-day lives. And maybe once in a while, divert, maybe a little comedy, even if I'm in, implementing a little bit here and there. Yeah. But we'll execute it differently. We can do thrillers, we can do horror, we can do comedy, we can do commercials, ads, different things.
0: So, do you have any um, projects in the works?
1: Yes, yes, I do. I just recently shot a short film a fashion film short film type thing infused it's supposed to be a fashion film but i didn't want it to be okay let's just advertise clothes and it's a unisex brand yeah so i tried to make it like a love story okay i'm not giving everything away but it's coming out soon and i'm planning to shoot another one next week as well
0: interesting can't wait Mm -hmm. to see it me too yeah i guess you had an interview with an online publication called ng kings right
1: Yes, I did. I okay, did. and
0: you said um, you have tried many things that didn't work out. What are some of those things?
1: <laughs> I've tried presenting. While I, when I was in school, I did presenting. Not like it didn't work out, but uh, along the line, it's it's it just it just I just gave up on it. So it was not like if I had persisted, I'm sure it would have come up to something i think there was a time i wanted to do a talk show where i interviewed artists and you know just people talk about their craft and stuff and that didn't go so well because it got you know when it's something you really want to do you'll be on top of it for a long time but then immediately i just got frustrated a little i'm like you know what i'm not doing this anymore and then i just left that i even went for a an Audition MTV VJ search audition. Immediately, I went for the audition. I just blanked out. I didn't remember my name, nothing. I don't know. I was so nervous. I didn't know how to walk under so much pressure. Yeah, it was so much. And then the judges were really strict. It's like, Hey, you stand there, move back. They were not being very welcoming. So, immediately, that just put me off. I just blanked. I could not remember my name. What's your name? I, I, I am in fact, after that. I was like, this is the third attempt. You know what? I'm not I'm not even That's for
0: the M T V for research. the presenting. Okay, presenting. I was like,
1: you know what, maybe let me just let me just stick with this. Yeah. I've tried I w I used to write a lot before as well. When I was in secondary school, I used to write books, novels, poems and everything. At some point it just kind of just left me drawing as well. I used to be a very good sketcher, you know, biology, fine arts, everything, but there's none of them that I really followed up on because you really can't do everything. You can't do everything. Mm. I had to narrow it down to something. So it's not jack of all trades master of none. Yeah. So know. would
0: you say you were discouraged or it you, you just like fizzled out? It just it
1: just just <laughs> not like I was discouraged. Obviously a lot of factors contributed to it. Maybe if they worked out then.
0: Yeah.
1: It would have it would have materialized beautifully, but Obviously, I, I felt like since I didn't really put so much effort into it, maybe at the end of the day, it wasn't meant for me, but for filmmaking, I know that I've, filmmaking and acting, I know that I've always had it in mind somewhere. So immediately I started trying it out. I'm like, in fact, this is my final boss. stop. Nobody should tell me anything again. And then since then I'm like, okay, let's go. Good. Let's, let's stick to this. Yeah. It's what I've enjoyed doing the most. Okay.
0: Yeah. And you said, um, you, before lockdown, you were, um, on a TV series in Lagos. Yes. So what is the difference with the filmmaking scene in Lagos and Abuja?
1: A lot. A, a whole lot. Lagos is. A crazy place. Lagos is, in fact, oh my God. Thinking about it now, I don't even know where to start from. Mm. My house was legit 15 minutes away from the set. I spent 45 minutes to one hour every day on the road. It's either bad road or they're constructing something yeah. or you have to wake up early to beat all the traffic. And then when you're coming back, it's a lot of traffic. As well. I can see my house. Yeah. I can't get there. And it's just, and then a lot of people are coming from a lot of other places as well. You see people coming because it was on the mainland we were shooting. And then somebody is coming from the island and the person has to be there by 4 a.m. You see people sleeping in their car. It was just a lot of stress. And the fact that that was even not as stressful as it should be is because it was one location.
0: Okay.
1: We It's like a studio where we created sets yeah. because it's like an office scene type thing. That's what the series is about. It's about yeah. a media house. So they shot all the outdoor scenes first, but most of my scenes were in the studio. That's even what made it less stressful. Imagine if we had to like be moving locations from here to there. What, what is really going to happen? Yeah. No, filmmaking in Lagos is not beans at all that's why a lot of times when people say you you move to lagos you move to the i said i'm good here like i'm not even desperate or in a in a hurry because oh lagos is the big city that's where you make it don't worry i'm good here yeah. i'm really good i can grow here i can grow with other people here i can work with other filmmakers here whoever wants to work here i'm done but when it comes to lagos if it's not like necessary necessary when i prioritize it yeah forget about it Lagos. So, do you
0: hope Abuja will get to the level of Lagos? Mm. Or you don't want it to get there? <laughs> I, I mean, don't want there's... Abuja
1: itself to yeah. get to where it is, like crowded and very saturated. But I want people, the people that are here, to get there, if that makes any sense. I don't yeah. want the market to look like there. But I just want, because I feel like a lot of creatives in Abuja are very laid back. It's like nothing is really happening here. Let's just when you work with creatives, you see that it's like there's no competition. So let's just do mediocre stuff. Do yeah. you understand? But in Lagos, the competition is really high. So if Abuja creatives can like sit up and be like, let's let's do this here. Everybody wants to plan and move there. You know that's where everything is going. Yeah. I don't want Abuja to be like Lagos at all. I just want the creatives here to be more on their game. Yeah. So that we can achieve better things here.
0: Yeah, and. Going from that point, you mentioned you, you you struggle with getting people to work at your energy. Yes. Like, was your what what was your ideal kind of how do you work?
1: Because I'm always I'm always I always want things to be done a certain way. I would I would say I'm a very organized person. I don't like things going this way. Like when I say one thirty, I need you to be here one thirty. If I say three p.m., I need you to. I'm always on time. Yeah. I don't know why I can't just get accustomed to the whole African time Nigerian thing. Do you understand? Yeah. And it's so hard getting people to get on that way. I will call I will say call time is twelve. Somebody will tell me, Oh, I forgot. If it's in Lagos, obviously there's the excuse of traffic. That's why I need okay, we are in Abuja. What's the excuse? It's like, oh, I forgot my battery here. It's like they're not taking it seriously. Do you understand? And this is my project. It's my money. It's everything. So I obviously want things to be done the right way. I mean, in Lagos, everybody is always that because they know, they are used to that. Their body is already, everything is calculated. But here, because they can say, okay, Apple is just here. I'll leave my house at one twenty-five. At the end of the day, maybe something happens and then you're here. They, They are not very... They don't calculate the moves, and yeah. everybody is very, you understand. And now we are <laughs> at humble beginnings, so you can't really be giving people iron either. You have to yeah. still find a way to work with people, maintain the cordial relationship, and all of that.
0: Yeah. What are some of the things that you do to kind of improve your craft with um, your acting and your directing?
1: Practice, practice. Like, I take master classes on directing online currently, and I didn't go to film school so the idea i had was just keep doing it and the more you do it the more you get better from my first film i did the first film i didn't know what the hell i was doing but it was still way better than other films that i've seen so i'm like if i can achieve this with nothing i didn't i didn't even start the master classes then i was just like i want this thing to look this way i already had it in my head so i'm like let's do let's do it better this way the reviews i got because i had serious issues with sound in my first film the sound was terrible we had so much stress editing it so i'm like okay so sound acting a little bit poor and like i was just ticking things so i'm like okay we'll do it better this time the next time dark circle i'm like hmm The problem here is this and that. Next time, we'll look out for these issues and tackle them. So I feel like it's just a lot of practice and just keep doing it. And even before I even started filmmaking, I used to do monologues for acting. And then people will give me refuse. I'm like, oh, maybe you shouldn't cry in this scene next time. And I'm always asking questions. I have director friends and people in the business. So I'm always asking questions. I'm like, hmm, so if I need to get props for this, do I need to ask the police people, like, if I need to get in uniform? I'm always asking questions. I'm sure some of them are even tired of me. But I'm always asking questions. I always want to learn. So that's mostly what I do to improve. I do monologues. I read online. I do a lot of research. And I walk to get work done and better. After this film, we want the next one to be better. Just, there's always space for improvement.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Do you want to broadly talk about your plans for the next few years with like filmmaking?
1: So for now, I just started my film company. It's not the typical film company where, oh, we're taking projects to do this. Mine is basically to build. It's a bridge for creatives all over Abuja and elsewhere if they want. But like since we are based here, it's a bridge for filmmakers to kind of come together. and Let's create stuff together. Let's collaborate. If we have paid jobs, at least now I know you've worked before. I know who to recommend. You understand? So I created that platform for us. Yeah. Okay, so um, now we are at the building stage. Yeah. Now we are at the building stage. We're doing a lot of collaboration project once. People to kind of see what we can create. I want people to kind of see where I'm coming from with my art. So on the, in the long run, we'll be able to give proposals to bigger projects. We'll be able to do bigger things. People will now see our craft and hire us to do things. So yeah. right now we are at the building stage. We are just, now is the spending stage. I'm spending a lot of money, yeah. you know, doing this, doing that with my money. But there's, there's a plan, there's a budget for it. That's why I'm doing it. I'm not just obviously going to blow all my money on something that I know is not going anywhere. Yeah. So, I'm trying to plan this year towards just creating stuff, collaborating as much as I can. By next year, we'll start sending out proposals, you know, doing proper, proper stuff, hiring people to do this and that, yeah. and trying to get money out of it
0: okay.
1: and moving further than now.
0: That's the plan.
1: Yes, <laughs> that is the plan.
0: Yeah. You're relatively new in the industry, but what yes. would you say um, you want to change in the industry for it to? keep growing and keep getting better?
1: I feel like um, um, Nollywood is, is getting better when it comes to production and everything, but the stories are still very, okay, what are we reading? Everybody's focusing on, oh, let the lighting look this way, let the directing look this way. But the stories, we need more, we need deeper stories. We need more meaningful stories. So what I want to do is kind of try to dig up these things I feel like maybe we overlook certain ways we can get stories, there are so many stories in Nigeria, there are so many stories true life stories, like you can just randomly see somebody on the street and ask them like, how did you get here, well dig out stories, I feel like we're not doing that enough, yeah. so I feel like production wise we're getting we're, we're moving, but when it comes to the story, the scripting well, there's, we have a long way to go
0: you have like a solution, how can we tell better stories?
1: All I can do is advise people. Like, and I'm not going to give unsolicited (laughs) advice. I will do the best I can. All I can, like with this interview now, I bet people will be able to hear what I'm saying. Go out there, dig stories, like do research, you know. There are so many, in fact, there are so many untold stories when it comes to politics, culture, you know, people's lives people suffering the poverty everything there are so many things to dig i feel like we need to dig deeper to tell better stories more meaningful stories stories that will go fast stories that stories that will stand the test of time stories that in 50 years we're still talking about remember that film where that story you understand like even hollywood of before we could relate to them better because these are stories that had deeper what's the word it's it was just deeper rooted, yeah. do you understand? There are stories that we could relate to more. Now, everybody just wants popular faces in their movies. Let's go, if it's funny, there's no line to read and all of that. Yeah. I mean, like, there's a market for that. There's a market, but that's too much. Let's, let's dig, yeah. let's dig deeper, let's look for stories. I like where Nollywood is going, but I don't think the stories are improving as much as it should. There's a lot, yeah. a lot we can do better.
0: Um, where are you from?
1: I'm from Adamal State.
0: What do you think about um, representation in Hollywood?
1: I feel like there's a lot better that we can do. For example, I was talking to my friend the other day. I'm like, if you see Hollywood movies, right, you can see somebody that is fat, making it big, do you yeah. understand? Somebody that is plus size, making it fat. And that's because they write these stories to fit this character. Yeah. It's 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 not like... Um, Nollywood, where it's like, Oh, we have the story already, we're looking for a tall, light skinned person. It's like we're being a little bit lazy about it. Do you understand? Mm. We there's so much we can do to include a lot of people because when you go for auditions, why are we just looking at the outlook? Okay, this person doesn't look like who I want, but is the person good though? Is the person exceptional? Is there something we can do with this person? Is there a film that we can write to fit this person? Let's look at talents. Let's look at value. Let's stop looking at, okay, this person, we need somebody that is a little bit of when it comes to color, colorism, tribalism, all of that. Let's 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 look deeper. Let's stop being so shallow about the whole, okay, you know? People need to go far. It's like, okay, I need I need somebody that has blonde hair. I understand that you need somebody that has blonde hair, but is this person good? Is this person? Let's look deep into. Let's write a story that will fit this person. Maybe in my next film, I can do this for this since it's already scripted. And for when it comes to tribe and you know not, I just feel like we should just look who can deliver. Do you understand? Let's stop looking at all those other. Can this person deliver what you want? Can a Yoruba person speak outside? It's not like, okay, we need somebody from the north because the person can speak outside and we need... Can the person deliver, though? Yeah. So we need to include all of that. We need to broaden our search. Yeah. To, and I feel like we can do that. We are getting there gradually. We need to be more inclusive. Now that you've mentioned it, I don't think that we're inclusive enough with other people. Yeah. We need more representation. We need to do that. We are being... Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, hopefully one day we'll get there. But we can do <laughs> a lot of Hopefully
1: one day we'll get there. We just have to do the little that we can. Yeah. You know, filmmakers now, we just need to do that the little that we can to get to where we want to be.
0: Yeah. How can people find you?
1: Yes, you can find me on my Instagram, Twitter. You can email me as well. All my info is on my main Instagram account, at MixChavi. And my handle is the same everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I have a film page as well, Vala Films. You'll find it, everything is linked. If you find my Instagram, Xchavi, you'll find every other thing, my Twitter and everything. And I'm also on YouTube as well, Chavala Yaduma. Most of my films go on there. The BTS, the creating, the making, the stories, everything. Find me on YouTube.
0: All right, great stuff. Thanks Chavala for coming on the podcast.
1: Uh, thanks for having me, it was a pleasure.
0: Same here. We have come to the end of this episode. Please remember to leave a rating and a review. You can send in your questions and feedback on social media. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Telegraph Film and the podcast also on Instagram and Twitter at The Niger Film Pod. See you on the next episode. Have a good one.